In recent weeks, we've covered two different albums by who we have discovered is our collective favorite band. And this week, we're covering an album so nice, they named it twice. This week, we're reviewing The Killer's fifth studio album, Wonderful Wonderful. Well, hello there, my Hi, Josiah, and hello, listeners! <laughs> hello, listeners! Welcome to the show. This is How Star Wars Is It. This is the only podcast right. where we rate, and we rate and review things on a scale of 1 to 10. Not how good or bad they are, but of how Star Wars they are. Yes, and like you said on a recent episode, um, when you did a summer stock theater thing, and your director said, "Now remember, this might be the first time someone has ever seen a show." Yeah. Using that same ethos, if you somehow are listening to us for the first time because you're like a big Killers fan, then boy, yeah. are you in luck because we've covered two other Killers albums. It recently too. Yeah. You can you can just scroll back a little bit in the feed and go find them. Yeah, yeah, They're we're right there. very very slowly but surely becoming an all killers podcast. All killers all the time, only killers. Yeah. Here's the thing: is I could do a day and age too. I know day and age pretty well. Is that their third that's a, album? That's their third album. I, yeah. I you know, so like w- like we've said before, let's jump right in here. Um, yeah. I knew all of Sam's Town very well before we talked about it, and then I knew most of Hot Fuss or half of Hot Fuss really well before we talked about it, but mm-hmm. I was exposed to the other half of it kind of for the first time only weeks ago, and then now this record, I had not heard any of it before just yeah. maybe a week ago. I have listened to Wonderful Wonderful since it came out. Um, actually, I think I was like a year late to it. I want to say I like didn't know it was out for some reason and then like found it a year late because my little brother was like hey have you listened to the new killers album and i was like what they have they have a new album Um, yeah also just just for backstory here if if you are a a new listener by any chance as we have started covering killers albums we both have sort of realized like they're the oh i never really remember this but the killers is my favorite band (laughs) yeah yeah We've said that we said that every time, yeah. and it's still true. Yeah. It's always like, oh yeah, my favorite band, The Killers, that I forget about. <laughs> and for some reason, every time I forget, yeah. and then I, and then I like listen to one of their albums, and then I go, mm, yeah, this is the best band. Yeah, which like I don't know what that is. That's not exactly a compliment. No, it's not a compliment. It's kind of kind of mean. It's kind of it's kind of not a compliment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. It's kind of mean. Um, so here, here let's, let's break it down. Okay. Okay. But so you you are familiar with the album and you've listened to it. I love this yeah. album. I've listened to it a lot. Let me here's the thing. Uh The Killers discography. Here it is. We got we got Hot Fuss. Break my back just, just to know your name. name. That's that one. Okay. We have Hot Fuss in 2004. We got Sam's Town in 2006. When you were young. 
Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero 2. Then we've got Day and Age in 2008. So very consistent. And what's the... That has a big single that I know, right? Um, It's got... Are we human? Oh, of course. Or are we dancer? God. My sign is fine. How do they do it? My hands are cold. Yeah, it's really Like, good. I guess, like, any giant popular band has a big single every album or whatever, but, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> they are cementing what music is. <laughs> <laughs> They're, like, they have, like, gravity. They, like, bend yeah. the music space-time continuum around their album yeah. releases. Yeah, totally. They really so do. So crazy. Then we have a hiatus. 2008 to 2012. Okay. Till the next album. Battleborn is in 2012. Yes. I sort of skipped Battleborn. I don't know any of the songs from it. I feel like I tried to listen to it in college when it came out, and none of it hit me, really. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know any of the songs from Battleborn. I don't know if it's good or not. Well, it sounds like we've um, got another couple episodes waiting to happen. <laughs> we sure Is do. Is this going to become our revisit of Star Wars movies or the Mission Impossible yes. franchise where like once a month we do a killer's record? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Because it looks like that's what's happening. Because yeah. we've we've already done three. This is our third one, and then another hiatus from 2012 to 2017. To in 2017 is wonderful, wonderful. Uh-huh. Uh, then the last two albums I'm also not familiar with, which I need to go listen to, imploding the mirage in 2020 and pressure machine in 2021. Hmm. Um, not sure if they're good or not. I'm entirely unfamiliar with them, but. I really love Wonderful Wonderful. I think it's really good. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. But here we are talking about this album. Uh, we're not going to play Smasher Pass yet. We're saving that. Yeah. Uh, but what, what are your... You were introduced to this album by me. That's right. To say we should do this record. So what do you... What's your just general impression? Well, so a Star Wars thing right off the bat... Um, okay. it begins with a horn blast, just like Star Wars does. But it's a like a shell horn, which is the album cover. Yes, it is. Man, they they can really just nail an album cover. They really. Can. I'm a fan of all really of good. them. They all look really cool. Um, I so uh, general impressions. Actually, here this is this is interesting, and it might even be a little Star Wars. We'll we'll investigate that latter half of that in a okay, second. Okay, okay. I listened to it on repeat, um, for a couple days last week because we were originally going to record the episode last week, um, right? To get familiar with it, and then when we didn't record that night, I just sort of like stopped listening because I was doing other things, you know, at work or whatever, uh-huh. and. Going completely cold. Now, this might just be a nature of listening to something over and over and then not listening to it again for a while, or it might be mm-hmm. because the killers can write a hell of a melody. I, in my first listens, I wasn't super impressed with the album. I didn't, I didn't dislike it, but there weren't a lot of standouts to me. And then mm-hmm. in the week that I kind of was quiet on it, multiple songs came to me in the shower or when I was like eating or 
Like, yeah. they they could just really, really, really write a melody. They really can. Um, and they so sneak up on you, man. I, I have some other, like, takes on the album as a whole, but, like, that was kind of my initial thought was, like, yeah, this is good. This is fun. Like it's it's this is kind of backgroundy to me. And then like as sure. time went on and I wasn't listening to it, I was like, boy, there are some fucking good songs on that album. <laughs> there are some really good songs in there. My my general take, I mean, we said we said this on Hot Fuss and Sam's Town. Like especially Hot Fuss. Hot Fuss has so many iconic songs right. on it like six in a row from the beginning truly to halfway through the record yeah. are just like banger after banger after banger yeah. just li- and literally iconic songs like all of them are very well known all of them are singles um and they haven't reached that like echelon since then right but they have made other good albums sure and so i think my biggest thing with this album is i love almost every song on this album but it's no hot fuss right right it's a flatter it's maybe curve no, it's maybe no sam's town i think i might like it more than sam's town i'm not sure but it is a flatter curve you're right the it's the certainly breakaway, like poppier than sam's town yeah it's not as springsteeny which i love about sam's town and i think we talked about this when we did that album but i am somewhat indifferent on Bruce Springsteen, but I love when anyone ever does their impression of Bruce Springsteen. I yeah, love the totally. result. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the finished product of anybody being inspired by Springsteen is normally pretty damn good, yeah. which makes me think I should go listen to Bruce I Springsteen. I know, right? <laughs> but who's got the time? But like, who was it? Who, Bleachers? Is that? Yeah. Uh, the, didn't, didn't they do a Springsteen collab well, i think they so. did snl yeah that sounds right yeah like anytime someone does springsteen or does a sound alike or like an inspired by i'm always like this rules in fact there's this one or great. two on this album that kind of have that vibe um, yeah totally but here's here's my other like album wide take on wonderful wonderful okay with exceptions this isn't this in fact it's not even the majority but I would say more than one song on this album is a U2 song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and in fact, when we do the, um, when we do our Smasher Pass, we'll get to my notes, but like, I'll, I'll just spoil it now. Two in a row. One was, my, my, my reaction was, this is fine, but is this U2? And then the next song was, Oh my god, this is you too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's funny is I don't know if you read about it, but like literally like the song Have All the Songs Been Written uh-huh. was the subject line of an email that Brandon Flowers sent to Bono. Crazy. And then Bono was like, That sounds like a good song name. That's incredible. They, I I did not read that. It. I read nothing about the album really, but like yeah, it doesn't surprise me that there is U two in there. There is U two in there. There's at least a U two connection there. Um, How U two is it? Is it? Can we just do? Let's just do you talking U two to me, yeah. but our own <laughs> version of it. And it's you talking the killers. <laughs> hold on, hold on. What is it? Um, I'm not sure how we how we fit the killers into their naming convention. But we'll find it. Yeah, we'll figure right. it out. We'll figure it out. 
The kill are you killing the killers? Are hey killer. We... Wanna talk about the killers? <laughs> hey killer. Talk about the killers. I love it. They're killer. They are killer. I remember how we found out that there's no there was no other band I know, the killers insane. before that. It's too insane. Um five years though. Five years in between albums, which is a long time. That is a long time. Uh it's also their first album to top the Billboard 200, which that seems crazy. What? And yeah, it seems like the other ones would have done that too. Uh, and then huh. Wonderful Wonderful is the Killers' last album to feature the band's core lineup. Oh. With lead guitarist Dave Kunig, or Kuning, and bassist Mark Stormer being absent on imploding the mirage and pressure machine interesting so this is the this is the last like full band yeah or full original killers band album all killers no fillers all killers no fillers which which there's a couple fillers on this album. oh yeah there's a couple fillers but uh mostly it's pretty good what is that hold on sorry Oh, that's funny. The album that came out before this was a Christmas compilation album (laughs) (laughs) featuring their yearly Christmas singles released from 2006 to 2016. Oh, funny. Yeah, apparently did yearly Christmas singles. We recently on the Patreon talked about um, Spotify Discover Weekly and how it has been recommending songs to me that I have known for 15 years. Um. This is not one of those, but in that same list, I, you know, I wasn't looking at Spotify at the time I was doing work, but I, I heard the song and I was like, is this the killers? And mm-hmm. then I went to Spotify and it was Brandon Flowers. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it is the killers. Yeah. He's the killers. He, he is, I mean, he is the most like recognizable. Right. right. I got a household name. Right. And, and just his voice you, is like very distinct. Very distinct. You're looking at the man. Um, so we, we said that um, we said that Samstown is kind of Springsteen. It's kind of the desert. It's kind of the grunge of the desert. And we said yeah. that Hot Fuss is lasers and neon. What is this album to you? Um... Because I, I can't put my finger on it in the way that I could with those two. It's broader. Yeah. It's, um... It Honestly, like, broad is a great word because not only are there songs that superficially remind me of U2, but, like, the vibe is very U2 to me in that it's just yeah. like, here's a big anthem rock and roll song. Here's another yeah. big anthem rock and roll song. It's it's almost it's almost like this is the arena rock album. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Although lyrically, I'm looking at this on the Wikipedia, the album is about what it means to be a man. Hmm. As Flowers revealed on an interview with Entertainment Weekly, and I quote, "In your head it's about being tough and bringing home the bacon, but what I've come to find is it's really more about empathy and compassion." Interesting. So uh, by that by that kind of thesis is the song The Man a kind of tongue in cheek addressing yes. of the bravado? Yes. Yeah. I was going to say what this album is to me is like big, bold, broad, 
bravado. Yeah. But then, like, when you break it down and you look at the it's lyrics not, and stuff. It's not being that. It's commenting on that. It's commenting yeah. on that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I I got that vibe, at least from that song. I'm not a very good lyric guy, but... um. Yeah. The... Uh, yeah, the man is like the, I think the main single. Yeah, it from had it. the most listens on Spotify for sure. Yeah, it's it's the main single, and I love that song. It's super fun, but um, it's like literally in this in the Wikipedia article on it, they're talking about how it's like it is the old school, like tongue in cheek thing about being a man. Right. Right. Uh, which you can totally tell because it has that feeling of like, like it's just like listing like cool things about being a man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not like being serious at all, man. I can't believe I, this album came out in 2017. I feel like it came out more recently than that. That's so long ago. 2017 was six years ago. Insane. Holy shit. That's insane. Well, should we? I I don't know what else to talk about about the album before we go to Smash or Pass. Yeah, no, I know. Um, are there characters? No. Yes, there are. We've got Tyson versus Douglas. So those are some characters, right? And he like name checks Springsteen and McCartney. Yes, which he does. to me. I, I didn't I didn't read the whole lyric sheet to whichever song that is, but like those lyrics, every time I heard them, like bumped for me because they're like too concrete. Yeah. Um. Well, he literally says like, "I told you about McCartney. That's a heavy name to drop." Yeah. Which is like, yeah, it is. You're talking about how you know famous like. The killers from 2006 would never have written. A yeah, line like right, that. right. Because they, probably because they literally couldn't. And have. It, yeah, I was gonna say it doesn't necessarily feel like sellouty because it is like still in this kind of tongue in cheek, or not even tongue in cheek, but like commenting on his current status and how like wild that is to him. But like, I don't know, something about hearing those names makes me go like, oh, I'm thinking about you, the singer, and not the song, and that always takes me out like um i remember yeah, when yeah, a friend yeah, yeah. of mine we were listening to the first harry styles album because it had just come out and she said something like oh yeah apparently this song's about taylor swift and i was like no this song yes, is yes. about like love <laughs> bro i was literally just about to say that's my least favorite thing about taylor swift yeah and, and that's when i don't like taylor swift right is whenever she is being so uh ripped out of the headlines ripped out of her diary yeah and when Charlie's like, oh, this song is about Jake Gyllenhaal. And yeah. I'm like, I don't want yeah. to know. It's, I don't It care. isn't to me because it never was to me. Yeah. I don't know Jake Gyllenhaal. Which, which is funny because I would argue that the artist's intent. I mean, we've talked about this before. Like, which the death of the author versus, like, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. context or the intent. Like, what matters more. But, like, music music and, and from and from my again my point of view of like i like literally don't even really hear lyrics more often than not especially on first right. time listens 
the melody hooks me or it doesn't, and then at some point I'll bother looking up the lyrics, and then, even then, I might not actually look into what they mean, but I've looked them up superficially to be able to sing them if I can, like, hear the song again. Yeah. So, I kind of don't give a fuck what your intent is. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Because the song is mine now. (laughs) Yeah, it's I'm listening to it. Yeah. You're not you're not singing it anymore. I'm listening to and it. And something now. about music over any other kind of like written piece of art, it feels like an exception. You know, like a movie can mean whatever you want it to mean, but if you want to argue that a movie that that Home Alone is a like a queer allegory, you need to do some pretty heavy lifting from the text of Home Alone to convince me that you are right. Yeah, Whereas sure. with music, I'm like, this song makes me feel happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, nothing in the... Te- like, here's a good example. The text of the song Semi-Charmed Life by Third Eye Blind is not very happy. It's, like, pretty grim. Yeah. But that's a happy song. And that is... Yeah. I mean, like, to, to go against what I was just saying and talk about the intent of the song... They dressed up like sex, drugs, and rock and roll and bubblegum pop for a reason, for that reason. But yeah. like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want you in a song to be like, <laughs> I met Bruce Springsteen once. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Even if it that. is a comment. I think that like the, the types of songs that I, in like pop songs that I enjoy are often stuff like I, I always like the, the the distinction I always make between like Carly Rae Jepsen and Taylor Swift, like why I enjoy Carly Rae and why I don't enjoy Taylor Swift sometimes is because Carly Rae to me is more metaphorical, uh-huh. whereas she's like writing songs from her own personal experience, but she's not saying like this literal thing that happened to me. Right. And Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift oftentimes feels like she's writing songs that are where she's saying, this literal thing happened to me and it's harder for me to relate to the songs where she's saying this literal thing happened to me as it is for me to relate to to the songs wherever she's being more metaphorical or being more like removed from the situation, which is why I really liked folklore by Taylor Swift and evermore because they were like purposefully metaphorical songs. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they are not ripped from the headlines. They're not ripped from her diary. They are like, her putting herself in certain characters' shoes and writing a song from their perspective. Right. Which I think Taylor Swift is a gifted songwriter. And so whenever she did that as an exercise, it, to me, it worked really well. Um, I think that like in this album, there are certain lines, like you're right, there are certain lines that take you out of the... Um, they take you out of like the fiction of the world in a weird way. Yeah. You know, where all of a sudden you're pulled into the real world and you're pulled out of the like sort of um just like world of the music. Yeah, it's world almost of the like album. before I before I like forked over the money to pay for Spotify premium, hearing Spotify ads after every like second or third song on an album, it's like that. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what? Oh God, Squ- Squarespace? Yeah, yeah. Or, or I don't know what ads are on on um, Spotify because I've had premium for a long time. Yeah, I remember there were always Home Depot ones. But a bank and 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 bank and
now that we've kind of wrapped up that sort of conversation it's it's only a couple minutes before the break should Art we and the just, artist and all that <laughs> yeah should we just go ahead and jump into the pit yeah, or should I we talk about we okay let's jump into the pit and we can talk about how star wars all the songs are afterwards yeah. okay cool Woohoo! Woohoo! what's up everybody my name is chance nichols and i am the host of we didn't peak it's a podcast where i interview people who don't suck <laughs> I mean, they're people who are chasing their dreams, and we talk about their lives, where they've been, where they're going, and look, you don't have to be chasing your dreams to not suck. I know plenty of cool people who hate their lives, all right? Boy, this is this is less an advertisement, more an insult. Okay, well, listen to us wherever you get your podcasts, and follow us on Instagram at We Didn't Peak. And we're... Yeah, I couldn't think of one Mr. Bright side. <laughs> and we're Again. back. And we're back. <laughs> all right. We're going to do Smash Your Pass for Wonderful Wonderful. Yes. As is As tradition all. for our show, when we cover an album, we're going track by track and saying if we like it or not. <laughs> yes, we are. Um, and we're going to start with, uh, we're going to play them from my little phone into the microphone. Yes. And we're starting at the beginning. This is a shorter album, so this one won't take very right. long. Just 10 songs. Uh, but we're going to start with Wonderful, Wonderful. I'm going to skip ahead to some past the horn. Some great bass. Alright, that's kind of the vibe of it. That's the vibe for a long time, and then when the chorus really kicks in. There we go. It's almost like, um, like when the chorus happens, it's almost like churchy or like spiritual in some way. Yeah, totally. I I wrote down two things. I, I wrote good, but, um, the at the very beginning, I think it's going to be the Infanta by Decemberists. Mm-hmm. You know that song? No. It also starts with like a, and then it's like, and then like music starts. But um, the yeah. horn made me think of that. And then the other thing I thought was. The vibe of the song reminds me of The Chain by Fleetwood Mac, mm-hmm, which is probably mm-hmm. my favorite Fleetwood Mac song. So sure. I like this song. It's good. I said it's a soft smash. Yes, yes. It's like, it's sort of sneaky. Uh, it's not like, I'm not going to go out of my way to listen no, to it, but it's, it's like, it's opener. a smash. It's the opener. It's the opening it's credits. Op- it's like a James Bond movie. Yeah, it's a good opening track. Yeah. I like it. And then right after that, we've got just a real slam-bang single for you. (laughs) 
news for you baby you're looking at the man this is like if the 80s the sound of the 80s and the sound of funk were a disco song from 2017 yes that's a great (laughs) way to describe it a lot of things and i do think it's a smash i it's funny to me that it's the single yeah because like we were saying it's kind of like not saying what it means you know yeah like in words alone it's like tongue-in-cheek a little bit it's like it's um it's saying like this is the way that some people view masculinity but it's not like the actual way it is but it makes me wonder like isolated on the radio where people like yeah this is what this is saying what it means (laughs) i know like i it it is also it is weird where it's kind of like rock in the suburbs yeah where, where you're like yeah where you're like y'all I don't know you. what it's like <laughs> and then in this one you're like yeah i'm the man yeah. but it's like it's also not saying that right so you got to watch out for it yeah um but there's just some lines that i really love like sort of usda sort of fine <laughs> i knew that was gonna be what you pulled out yeah that and was then there's great. also like there's also later in the song a single cowbell where it just goes <laughs> and it only happens once in the entire song. That's great. And I'm such a sucker for any like sound auxiliary effect or sound, instrument yeah. auxiliary sound that only happens once in a song. Totally. It's my favorite thing. Yeah, that's it great. It happens very infrequently, but like there's just certain songs where I'm like, wait for it, wait for it. Dong. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it just because it's so fun for me to listen um, to. Yeah, no, this song is good. This is one of the ones where I was like on my first listens kind of like yeah i get it i i don't know that i would come back to this and then not not that it's not good but i just i w- it wasn't grabbing me and then it was one of the ones like 3 days later in the shower i was like singing it <laughs> yes nice um let me find the donk you know what else it weirdly kind of reminded me of what bet on it from high school musical 2 that's hilarious. Troy's big, like, emotional solo. I love that. Okay, I found the donk. Wait, is that a donk or is it like a champagne cork? It might be a champagne cork. Because I heard that, you know, you hear the, like, cash register sound, too. Yes, that's right. It's probably a champagne cork. You're probably right. I'll listen to it too because I was hearing it through your phone, through it's your about, mic. It's at about two fifty. Okay, one sec. I, that's how I hear it. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> um, let's keep trucking. <laughs> let's keep trucking. The next song is the song titled "Rut." Rut. Off of every little 
part of the song to me yeah me too i I, this was the one where i went is this you too only to then in the next song be like oh wow crazy that i thought that because this really sounds like you too i i don't know that i really like rut i like it it's a little like sweet sounding for me yeah sure i don't i like it i'm not i I don't hate it but it's it it is for me that comment my phone is low on battery and turned off on my apps Stop doing that, phone. I'm in charge. It's it's a smash for me. It's a smash for me. Yeah. I like it. Okay, next is Life to Come. Yeah, this is the one that basically starts with, like, the edge playing the guitar. <laughs> yes. I didn't see this coming, I admit it. But if you think I'll buckle, forget it. I told you that I'd be the one. I'll be there in the life to come You think I lost my vision I like the chorus. Like, convince me that's not a U2 song. Yeah, <laughs> that, I like, can't. soaring I can't. chorus, the, like, jangly yeah. tremolo guitar. Yeah, it's really good. I like this one a lot, I do, too. too. I, think it's, I think it's a smash. And, in fact, it when, again, like, when I was first listening to it, the, like, U2-iness of it made me go, like, yeah, this is fine. I feel like they're doing U2. And then when I had some time and came back, I was like, I like this song a lot. Yeah, it's really good. So let's see. That was um, called Life to Come. The next one is Run for Cover. Run for Cover. Which I believe this is the second single. I think that's right. with words, guys. Yeah, there we go. I say it's a smash again. Yeah, I think so too. It's funny looking at my notes. I said it was okay, and again, I wrote that last week. And I, I think it might be my favorite, like rock and roll song on the album. Yeah, 
I wrote, okay, let me stop right here and say these songs aren't as iconic as Hot Fuss's first half, right. but they are very solid. Yes, yes, yes. Like, I have given everything a smash so far, and I'm like, I, I know they're not like Hot Fuss level, but I, I just like all these songs. They're solid. Right. Some of them are really good. Some of them are just like solid. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next is Tyson versus Douglas. Get ahead of that. Come on, guys, sing. I still come running, but I ain't the same. You can change the channel, take the phone off the hook, avoid the headline, but you'll never go. Where's someone going down? Feel like somebody alive. I had to fall down the road till the coast was clear. I think it's a smash. Yeah. I, I like this song a lot. It's really cool. It's also just like a cool concept for a song, right. like talking about Tyson versus Douglas. Right, and getting beaten. Tyson getting beaten. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I said the thing about Run For Cover. I think actually this is my favorite melody on the record. Yeah, for sure. I wrote it's Smash. Really weird but good melody. <laughs> yeah, it is weird but good. Let's see. That, that's for me. That's one, two, three, four, five, six smashes in a row, just like Hot Fuss. But once again, these aren't as iconic. Like lowercase s. Yeah, they're not as iconic, but they are very solid. Like I think only maybe like the man is as is as popular. Even gets close to being as popular as those songs from Hot Fuzz. Yeah, like imagine Mr. Brightside somewhere in this album. I can't. It'd be like, oh, this is the like tower in the middle of town and the rest is just like the village surrounding it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, okay, Some Kind of Love is next. You got the will of the world. It's kind of, that kind of gives the idea. Yeah, it's a sleepy song, but it's good. It's, it's pretty. It's good. I, I I gave it a pass just because like I don't need it no, right. on the album. Like you know, I can I can listen to other stuff. It's the like if you were listening to this album and you had to get up to go buy some popcorn. <laughs> yeah, totally. But it's it's also, nice. The album the album needs a little breath. So like it's yeah. it's an okay version of that. And also you can tell it's kind of got a different vibe and it's because uh brian eno helped write it really yeah interesting it definitely has like an ambient 
yeah hissy background quality yeah it feels you can kind of feel that that eno flavor that's on funny there. too because didn't we talk about brian eno when we talked about mm-hmm. hot fuss like he was like or, oh i would have Sam's never Town. dared and you know was like oh man i would have loved to have worked on that or something like that. yeah 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 i think it was for samstown i think like on samstown they were like we wanted Eno to work with us, but we reached out to him. And he never got back to us, and then it was like, "Oh no!" Oh yeah, I there never was some heard kind of, about that. Yeah, <laughs> there was some kind of confusion where Brian Eno was like, "I would have loved to help you guys yeah, out," yeah. and then they they ended up working together on some kind of love, which is great. Interesting. Yeah, no, it's that that makes sense. It um, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I, I give it a pass. Uh, next one is out of my mind. This is the one where he says, I talked about McCartney as a heavy name to drop. Yeah, there is an idea of it. Stop. Uh, I give it a pass. Fully removed from album. <laughs> yeah. Could not be there and I'd be okay yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, what I meant to say when we were talking about some kind of love is I'm very interested to listen now to the killers post this album if indeed the guitar and bass people both left because yeah. their bass in that song and in, in all of their songs is very active and yeah. interesting and like it's it's tr- a true member of the rhythm section as opposed to just like being the low notes you know like yeah totally there's a real rhythm or counter rhythm that the bass provides and i i wonder if that artistically is still part of the killers after that person left yeah i totally see what you're saying um this next one might be my favorite song on the on the album it is called the calling and it came to pass. Now, is that Jesus Woody Harrelson's voice? In the house. Yes, it is. Is it? Many publicans and sinners came and sat down with him and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw it, they said unto his disciples, Why eateth your master with publicans and sinners? But when Jesus heard that, he said unto them, They that be whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. There you go, guys. It's the calling. Yeah. I love this. I, I like it a lot. It's got a great Any, chorus. Anything that like does a good Bible reference and has like biblical yes, stuff in it, totally. like but it also sounds like a Western to me. Yeah. Like, 
You know, I don't know what what it is about it. Like he's like, I walked into town with a message. Well, and for it starts my with Woody Harrelson's man. voice, which is like very yes. Western cowboyish. Yes, totally. I love this song. I I wrote some mash. Yeah, it's it's like I don't know what how to. It's like daring you to do something. Like it, it feels yeah. it feels like it's antagonizing you a little bit it's, in a good way. It it's calling you. Sure, it's the calling. Okay, last song on the album. Have all the songs been written? Have all the songs been written? Have all the truth been told? Has all the gas been siphoned? Do the banks still carry gold? That's kind of a good enough vibe of the song. Because there's not really a chorus yet. Well, yeah, kind of. There's the, like, I Yeah, there's the tag, basically. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, I just need one to get through to you. I just need one more. There you go. And then the bass comes in. Boom. <laughs> Um, I think it's a smash. Yeah, I I really do too. I it's it's they really know how to open and close an album. They really do. Um, it's a great album closer because it it's like, like it's the basically ending credits. Yeah, it's basically like here is everything I wanted to say in my essay, and I'm saying it again here at the end. Right. Here's my conclusion. Um, I love and, it. And, I love this it album. Also, feels you too. It's funny that you said it. It has a U two tie. Like it. I don't know. It does feel that, that this whole album feel- thing has like that kind of the sweeter, softer U2 thing. Yeah. You're not alone in your U2 um, diagnosis because a lot of the reviews I'm reading say it's like very U2, very um, arena Rocky. So uh-huh. we, we are, we are right on track with the reviews, the critical reception. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's great. I think it's a great album. It's uh, it's like, like I said, it's not as like iconic as Hot Fuss, maybe even not as iconic as Samstown, but it's got some really good tracks on yeah. there. And like you said, like it's some that you you think at first you're like, ah, oh, that's a good song, but then like a week later you're like, totally grooving to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's good shit, man. They just really shit. know, like melodic composition. They really do. And and they are like like from a, I mean, it's truly just. Pop, like it pop, like it's it's pop. It's it's like they have um, Parker Posey from uh, Josie and the Pussycats. Josie and the Pussycats. Like all, yes, all <laughs> Killers records are jerkin. They are. Like they have they that totally whatever jerkin. the like production company was that like puts subliminal messaging into things. They really are, man. It's great. I well, was thinking Star about Wars- that movie recently. 
you know how it begins with the boy band du jour yeah and you hear a couple of their songs and then their plane goes down du jour that's a cute name for a boy band but also the movie is about like the musician of the moment and du jour right. means like of the day of, of the day yeah <laughs> like it's the genius. band du jour and all and, of it is smart. I mean, it's like pretty obvious, but I like didn't think about like I didn't put two and two together on that particular joke until like three days ago. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not sure I did until you just said it. So like, there we go. Yeah, it's a good joke. Like, oh, they're expendable. We'll crash their plane. They're just the current band du jour. Band du jour. Uh, it's a great movie. Very funny to me. What? Okay, so d- did going over Smasher Pass or Smisher Piss mm-hmm. give us any more Star Wars points or for or against? Well, you it's know, not- uh, one other thing that I thought that is maybe not Star Wars, but it's it's tying back to Hot Fuss, which was the album ends, and then on the deluxe version, there's like one other song they throw in there, plus like some remixes. And just like mm. on Hot Fuss, the album ended, and then there's another song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, totally, uh, totally. Um, it's I'd say this album is a blockbuster. Yeah, it's like it's like a big show. It's not as lasers though. No, it doesn't feel as Star Wars to me as Hot Fuss does. No, 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 no. Which on so, Hot Fuss I that. said three, but if I gave Samstown a three, then Hot Fuss is four. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I don't want to do a conditional one for this. Let me actually, while we're thinking about here closing up, I'm going to see what I actually gave Samstown. Go listen real fast. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it. We did a second episode on moving. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay. You gave... You gave Samstown a three. We both did, yes. Yeah, and so retroactively, I will say Hot Fuss is a four. There we go. Because I promised I still, that. Samstown's a, a three. This feels like fairly parallel to Samstown, but in a different yeah. way. It's like it's like one point less Star Wars than Hot Fuss, as opposed to it's the same album as Samstown. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, 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 totally. Well, should we give it a unit of measure? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, mine's going to be thongs. What what was it? Mine's going to be thong. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, great. Or or alternatively, thong. <laughs> um mine will be um let's see. Like brain dead. <laughs> I know. We it's not like we've been recording for 3 hours. Yeah. Mine will be, um, like, conch shell horns. <laughs> yes, good. I'm going to say it's, uh... No, wait, wait. Mine's going to be motherless child. Or, I suppose, children. Motherless child. Mine's going to be... I'm going to say I'm going to give it a three. Yeah, I think that's right. Three, three motherless childs. Three. Boom. <laughs> um... <laughs> Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, We're exhausted. We We're exhausted. We've recorded two episodes tonight, and that means two Patreons and two main feed yeah. episodes. So we're gonna we're gonna clock out. Um, do you want us on the internet? Because if you do, you can find us at How Star Wars Is It on Twitter and Instagram. You can email us at a good podcast at gmail.com, uh, because that's what this is. 
And Mike, tell them about the Patreon. We, like Josiah just mentioned, we recorded the Patreon episodes. We have a Patreon where we do a weekly bonus episode, as well as a whole bunch of other fun stuff in the back catalog. Film commentaries of Star Wars movies and other films. RPG one-shots. A bracket where we determine the best thing about fall. <laughs> uh, that plus a weekly half-hour-long bonus episode of us. Um, like this this week, as a preview for, for those of you who are patrons, we talk about books that we have read slash are in the middle of reading. So it's just kind of a grab bag. Um, we do that yeah. every week. You unlock all of that stuff. With a $5 a month contribution at patreon.com slash how Star Wars is it. And we would greatly appreciate your support. And we appreciate the support of all our patrons that we already have. That's you guys right. are the best. Uh, but sandwich. Oh, and if you want to see. Sandwich. Oh, oh sandwiches. Oh, what? <laughs> and if you want to see us in person, you can catch us performing with Anarchy, the improvised rock opera, yeah. Thursdays at IO Theater at 8 p.m. Yes. Check out. Anarchy Music Improv on Instagram for the cast list to see who's yeah. in what show. Or if you find yourself in town or or maybe you already live in Chicago and you're like, hey, I want to see you guys. Are you in the show this week or next week? Just like reach out to one of us because yeah. I don't know that we're in many shows together, but you might get lucky. We're in, There's a couple. There's a couple. Yeah. And also, I was recently on Poppin' Bottles. Oh, right. I forgot to say that in the last episode, so I'm going to record myself saying it uh, when I edit okay. it so that people can find out about it. But I was just on the episode of Poppin' Bottles with Rob Grabowski and Josh Segovia, mm-hmm. I believe is his last yep. name, with Josh Segovia. And they, and you, was, you, long-time listeners or re- recent but but loyal listeners might recognize that title um, because they advertise on our show sometimes. They do. And we on theirs. And we on theirs. And uh, we discussed Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. <laughs> we did a Dr. Pepper taste test, which I nailed. And then we did a, a taste, a blind taste test of which Dr. Pepper was which, which I nailed. And then we did um, a which tastes best taste uh-huh. test as well. So we did a lot. We had a lot of Dr. That's Pepper. That's amazing. That's a uh, very fun, fun show. I've been on it a couple times actually. Now we we need to circle back and get them on here and do a big, a yes. big Avengers style <laughs> crossover event. Um, we'll do it soon. I need to have Josh on too, just to talk about Doctor Pepper again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's it. So we should we Star should Wars. keep our eyes out for like Star Wars drinks. That's a good like, idea. Like, of course, there were the, the Yum! brands, like, Phantom Menace tie-ins with, like, the big cups with, like, Watto or right. Darth Maul on the yes. top. But, like, those weren't Star Wars drinks. Like, no. when a new Star Wars things come, like, Mandalorian comes out, like, this week, if, if they have some kind of, like, Grogu Kool-Aid or whatever, we, <laughs> we should, we should like, show. make sure we keep our eye out for that. Yeah, we should. That's a good idea. Anyway. But anyway, Sandwiches of Star Wars is about time for Tubby Bye Bye. So like we always say, we we love love you. you. (laughs) And And may the fourth fourth be with you. Bye bye. Alright. Always a good baseline.